are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the very weekly manga review show, a part of the Weird Science family of Manga Podcast Family Not Network. I'm here with Luke Hollywood. What up, Luke? What up, Jim? What up? We have a bunch of chapters. Obviously, this week, there weren't a ton out. You didn't have the regular Sunday drops because of the new year. Now, a little shout out to everyone. It seems as if the drops will happen this Friday. So oh, you get an early access. Yeah. <laughs> Is that news to you? Look, yeah. A lot of them. And from what I also heard down the grapevine, there's actually going to be a special release of Ayakeshi Triangle on Friday with the regular releases as a way to get some hype for the anime coming up soon. Oh. So that's a pretty cool little Hot thing that I down. found out. I found that out in the manga plus comments as I was putting a comment that I thought was a banger. That I sent to you We'll talk about that as well So as we have been doing these things We were a week behind So what we're going to be talking about in this show Are a bunch of chapters that mainly came out Last week but a couple of them Which we'll tell you did drop Because they weren't Sunday books As there's more and more of those as well As the Jump Plus And some of the digital stuff has seemingly Become Mm -hmm. more popular Especially you know on the Manga Plus app More popular with us through those, well, to what is it? I mean, seriously, <laughs> but here we go. We're going to start with what, Luke? Well, we kick things off with the inferior assassin manga. I was going to have... tell you that you better not <laughs> talk shade on it, because there are people who are big fans, but here we go. Sakamoto Days, Days 101, Secret Maneuvers into Sus Lakes. Oh, my goodness. I, I don't know that, you know, the Sakamoto days really is something that's going up against marriage talks. And in your mind, it is. Well, you have this in my big head fight. It is. It's like me and everybody in the world. But you end there up you uh, starting this out. And you have this play where Shishiba was you know, fighting Yatsumura. And you mm-hmm. said last chapter, I think he killed him. And I said, ah, I don't know. But it, it looks like he did. I mean, Pretty he ends dead. up. Dumping them into this, you know, lake deal. Uh-oh. And you end up where, okay, well, that's done. And I thought, well, what are you going to do with Amani and things like that? Because that seems like it was some threads that were still dangling. Mm-hmm. It is mentioned in here because, you know, Shishibi, he just says, good luck to you now, Yatsumura, and I'm out of here and walks away. And then as you see a little bit of a flashback, which seems it's Yatsumura dying, right? Mm. Where he thinks back at Amani, thinks back at, yes, his days with old Sakamoto. I love oh. that it looks like, I, I think it's an energy drink, but I'm thinking maybe it's a beer. Hey, we're driving. How about one for the road? I'm like, oh, you are a piece of crap. But he's oh. thinking of these things, even his wife. That, as far as we know, he killed. His life flashing before his dead eyes. And somebody's yelling, like, don't go to the light. But he's oh, heading no. there. It looks like it's time for him to go. He gets grabbed out of the water, and it is by Nagumo, which I thought, okay. And Nagumo, I'll tell you right now, I don't think I've mentioned this before. Nagumo always freaks me out. You know why? Because he's one of those characters, and I think it's done on purpose. He's got a big body and a little head. His head does not (laughs) fit his body, and it's bothered me all along. I always thought he was sus. Yeah, I'm telling you, it happens a lot, and it really freaks me out. But he ends up. Saving, quote unquote, Uh-oh. Yatsumura 
And then starts, you know, talking to him And it's very sus about how he's going to make a deal with him He actually, the play with Nagumo Seems to be that he wants to kind of make things less chaotic In the assassin world But he wants him as a guy who's off the books It looks like everybody's going to think he's dead It's almost like faking your death at this point That he's going to need him to go and check into you know, some little things going on. He says, I want you to investigate the circumstances of a friend's death from inside the JA, the J-A-A. And if you don't do it, I'm going to kill Amani. I mean, it's right there where you get real sus. Oh, yeah. At points here, I thought Nagumo, you know, you always thought that he was kind of a little goofy guy on the background. He's and pretty sus. He's very sus because he's saying all this stuff about... I'm going to arrange this, and if you do come through for me, then you could just disappear. With the money, you guys can live your life and all that. So he's like, okay, well, I thought you were a creep before. I don't like you now, but maybe I'll do that. So that's fine and dandy. But then he goes to Shishibi, or Shishiba, who's actually like, hey, I'm out of here. He ends up calling up Asaragi, who says, you were really bad to that rickshaw guy, which is kind of funny. But Nagumo shows up just totally sus here. Because as he's talking to Shishiba, he wants to, I think, get the idea of what Shishiba really tried to do and what he knows because he's sus on the side. So, oh. hey, did you really kill him? I ended up grabbing him. And I, ah, just kidding. Because I think he wants to find out exactly what's going on and says to, yeah. says to Shishiba, if you lied about any of this, that is punishable by death. That's yeah, a big treason. thing. Yeah, and, you know, Shishiba says, well, I'll fight you, Nagumo, if that's what you want. And it's like, like, he puts it on front street, and then they just look at each other. And it could, like, that next page turn, it could have been go time, or it could have been joke time. It could have been either of those things. Nagumo, like I said, I think he's feeling out exactly what Shishiba is going to tell him, what he knows, Mm -hmm. what he thinks, because in the background, Nagumo is completely sus. He's the one. Who's doing treasonous things oh, Who absolutely. wants to make sure And maybe even wants to find out If Shishiba might be on his side It's a weird play He kind of has Makima energy Where like he is, he is just like Going by his own rules And I do not trust him one bit I don't trust him either The good player though I think is that Nagumo is such a kind of a goofy guy Even mm. when he's like Ah you passed the test I'm kidding But he's actually really dark like again like makima that you want to trust but you know something's going on so you're like okay that's crazy now in the meantime they actually have expelled your man kanaguri and i'll tell you this this chapter still doesn't get us back to what we want right but i don't mind it as much because at least it feels like the plot's progressing a bit overall i still want sakamoto i still want all shin all them i want them all together again but this one I can kind of stand because then you go off and see this Kanagori who we knew was working with X and things like that slur. So he gets kicked out and he ends up there. And in a weird play, we do seem to get, you know, young Sakamoto, which you even were a bit confused with. I at forgot first because who he of the was. Deal. Yeah. And the, the whole play would be that that crazy pen. Um, but I like that. Kanaguri, the film guy, again, I didn't even say it's the director that we can't stand, but he's out. Man. And he realized because he went to log into his, oh man, I can't log in anymore. Oh, he's no. like, I guess I am out. 
and it looks like there's going to be a fight to the death. And you get your classic Another stuff one. with this We've guy. We've had like three yeah. fights to the death with this guy. And you get this classic stuff with, you know, anytime Kanaguri is going to come in, he's going to talk about the movies. He talks about a friend. That's who, a wrap. He, he actually entered into this whole assassin world by just killing his buddy after an argument about films. And that guy happened to be an mm. assassin. So, eh, whatever. He's in. <laughs> And then he says to Sakamoto, hey, uh, you know, uh, what, what about your movies? Ah, I'm not going to ask you. You're boring. Oh, and then you end up, I don't, I like, don't the like the movies. movies. <laughs> and then you end up where Kataguri goes, well, I get uh, you're going to have to get used to them because I bet you they don't they have movies in heaven. You'll have to watch them. There he goes. Assassins don't go to heaven. Oh, so, in the play, even though it wasn't really going to heaven, I think that when we saw the light, when you saw Yatsumoro, that oh, was actually like him a being, movie. I think that it was him being drawn out of the water and saw the light, but who oh, knows? Well. Maybe you do go to heaven, but that's how the chapter Maybe. ends. The action at the end is pretty cool. Um, yeah. But again, it's not exactly what we've been wanting. I think that it is still spinning its wheels a little, but at least we're getting forward. We have Nagumo. You have this deal going on with Yatsumoro. Though that kind of pushes us in a direction still of not having our main guys and gals, which I don't like. But what would you give it? Yeah, I thought it was decent. Like you say, we do have a bit of momentum, and I appreciate that. But when the momentum is like going back to filmmaker guy that we've already fought, like I thought this dude was out yeah, of the I picture, thought he was dead. <laughs> you know, and uh, there's only so many film puns you can take before uh, you want to cut that out. I do like, you do get like a bit of the plot going with Nagumo, and he is always very interesting because you never know what's going on with him. But really, uh, I want to get back to the main stuff. You know, like we say, every, it's not, we're not, no point in mentioning it, but we want to go back to the main Sakamoto Day store and that crew because that's what we fell in love with originally, and we're just straying further and further from that. And I'm liking it less and less each time. So I'm just going to go flat 7 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going 7 as well. But again, it's, <laughs> at least it's pointing to something. But like yeah, I said, it's pointing in the, the wrong right direction. direction. Well, it's the right direction, but it's pointing to a different one. I want to get back to the store. I want them just to one say, direction. all right, let's go back. Oh, my. <laughs> Where's Harry? Uh, we'll start off the next one with what there? Uh, what am I start off? What's going on next there, Luke? Well, we'll continue starting it off next with the Dan to Dan's uh, chapter 89. I have to zoom in to see this. Argument. Something me and you always have, Jim. Oh, that is true, especially when you start bad-mouthing the Sakamoto days. But oh, here no. we go. We start off here, and this is one of the books we didn't talk about, chapter 88. But really, chapter 88 was all about Momo telling Vimola to hit the skids and Whoa. calling her weird Awful names, right? We can't say on this podcast. And basically, Vimola's saying, when we come back, I'm going to kill you. Like, it was real sus. And she ends up disappearing. Who knows? We find out by the end of where they're going to head off, maybe to find her and the rest of the invasion. But if you remember, it did look like Vimola was signaling the invasion mm-hmm. of Pretty Earth. Sus. And all this led to a bunch of things like Ocaron being on life support right now, pretty much. Uh-oh. I mean, he can't even breathe on his own. He He's has all that tube. stuff going on. And so you end up starting this chapter, though, a little light, because you have Ara and Gigi dancing it up, doing their maneuvers, and they're pretty good together, because Gigi's blood. just trying to do this chant, and, you know, Ara is just insane. I never thought these two would go together, but they actually work. Well, I guess together. it would be Ira, I would say the name would be. But Ira? I, I do like Ira. I will go Ira. I do like Ira. 
And the fact that she'll just flip flop to the she has to have somebody she hates. Oh yeah. And it usually is Momo. But now once it's revealed that Vimolo was bad, she Uh-oh. turns right to that. And then this is where we get most of the chapter. You do confirm that Granny and Turbo Granny are off shopping in Hokkaido. They don't Maybe have looking to for the Hokkaido gals. Maybe they are oh, the Hokkaido gals, right? Been... Yeah, and they don't have a phone. So it's one of those where I think they're playing the idea as Granny and Turbo Granny are too big. You can't have yeah. them show up. They'll solve everything. Yeah, if you want to have some stakes, you got to get them out of the picture. Yeah, yeah. So Shrimp, through all this, he's helping out. He's going to skedaddle. But pretty much you end up having Okaron in big trouble. Well, the big play here then is that Everybody but Momo starts to try to make things work that Vimola wasn't exactly sus. Uh The idea of, well, you know, you got the bad guy's story, and maybe it's not. And also, maybe the language barrier, because Momo says to this whole thing, no, they pretty much implanted the things right in my mind. I mean, there was no language barrier. Oh, no, they might not have understood things. They really desperately want to make it that Vimola is not sus. And it's driving, uh, first off, it's driving Momo insane, but Ara is getting very mad as well because she seems also to like Gigi a bit more than she's letting on. So you're going with all this, the screaming and yelling, and it really goes back and forth with that. And then Okaron takes this breathing tube out and wants them to stop arguing. Can't we all get along? Cough, cough. You get a, a nice feels from that where everybody stops and they all yeah. do like Okaron. They say, yeah, we'll stop arguing. We have to figure out what's going on. And what you find out in Shrimp even gives some things. But also Serpo, when they go out and see his sus butt on the there, sus trolley. And yeah, he's on the trolley and they're pissed off. Then again, Ara, she freaks out again. I mean, she is she's pretty good. But yeah. in that even Gigi's mad. But those are the ones that attack them. And so what do you have him here? At one point, Ara, she puts her foot in his face and and Gigi's trying to get to him and all that is pretty (laughs) fun. But Serpo here, he's going to explain everything. Basically, they needed energy to invade Earth. Now they have Okaron's ball again. That's a no. I said on my quote, you know, on my my comment on Mongo Plus that you would think that the aliens wouldn't invade Earth, but now they have the balls to do it. Right, that is a good quote. I'll get get no pluses or you know (laughs) thumbs up for that. Get one from me. So the big play is the alien invasion looks like it's coming. It looks like Okaron's balls is one fueling it, or his ball that he lost Uh again. He apologizes for losing it again, and Vimola supposedly was this first deal to signal it in. But you see her at the very end because the last thing that she said before talking some crap was Momo, thank you. She kept thanking, you know, Momo, almost the idea, maybe thank you for showing me that Earth was better than this. Who knows? Because that's the big play. But she's there up, it looks like, in the alien invasion fleet, or at least they're coming. And it might be something that, yeah, she might end up being a hero in all this. Uh, some people were speculating that. I don't think that, she's completely sus. I yeah. still have some hope that Some she's people not. were speculating that this invasion is actually going to be like a wedding. Like, they, they oh. think that it's the idea where the aliens are coming not to take over the world, but to actually just be there for the wedding of Amola and Okarada. So people, uh, people were doing all these things. But again, remember, everything that we get of info comes from some sus source. Serpo here is the one giving them the info now. And who knows what he's up to. But 
I, I liked it. I thought it was a really good chapter. You end with a really cool looking sci fi oh, page. Spray? I mean, that looks so awesome, cool. right? That ship in the middle that looks like it's like a, a shark with teeth and things, yeah, that is crazy. pretty awesome. So I did like it. What would you give it? Yeah, I thought it was very cool. Nice. Like, this is the first time we got it a little bit last chapter, but this is the first time we properly had all the team back together. Uh, and it goes to show, like, Okarun, despite being the little, like, geeky dork, he really holds them all together. Yeah, they he's are, the they, glue. They, you know, they're kind of falling apart. I thought it was really nice, like, that one bit when he's awake. Like, they all just say, like, they're all still pretty banged up, but they're just so concerned for him. That they just go, oh, no, we're all fine. Don't worry about us. Because, like, that's the first thing on his mind. He doesn't care that he's breathing out of a tube. He just cares that all his buddies are okay. So that was a really nice moment. I really did like seeing the team back together. Uh, and I really did like seeing that the stakes are getting pretty high when we're in space with big shark ships flying all over the place. Uh, this art is always so cool, especially when they do, like, the sci-fi stuff. Because it's something we don't get a lot of, uh, like in the Shonen Jump or the Manga Plus, except for Ichigoki the robot, uh, which I don't, I do not think counts. Uh, but yeah, the sci-fi stuff is very cool to see in the manga, and it does look very cool here. Uh, and I think it excels. It gets me very excited for future chapters, and I'm looking forward to more. I'm going eight point five out of ten. I'm gonna go eight point eight. Out of 10, oh. I did like the stuff with Okaran and showing that he is the glue and that everybody stopped yeah, arguing. But I it like was that. that deal when Shrimp ended up explaining that you had to, that really hurt him to do it too. Yeah. I mean, he really ended up having Arr. a struggle to do that. So I thought that that was really good. But we're going to move on to the next book, which uh, it's one of those we, we never really give it that much guff for kind of spinning its wheels. Oh. It's spinning its wheels, Luke. <laughs> what are we talking about? Well, we're moving on to the spin in the canny Banashi. What's the story? It's story 44. First practice on the road. Yeah. They're not yeah. really on the road, though. They're no, in I the guess karaoke's. they are going places. I don't know. I, I, again, what you're going to do here is have Aurora do another performance. Thank God we don't have to go through it fully. They got like the old like fast forward on the story. It's like that has never happened before. I know. I, I think that so at amazed. least we have that. At least we get through that. I don't mind it, but it's one of those things. And I'll tell you, being selfish, the idea of having to talk about it is tough when we have that. <laughs> so it's more of that. When I'm reading it, I'm just reading it. But you end up having all this where there's that weird play too, where Aurora gets done, she comes backstage, and and Akani has to be reminded of her place. You end up with oh. green tea. The air conditioning left my throat parched. Water would be better. Go get it for I me, need girl. The water. And I actually thought that the idea of this, seriously, she's going to teach her the fetching tea story. I thought that this was like, oh my Fetch gosh. Me the waters. You thought you were fetching water, but you're learning all along. But it wasn't. Oh. You end up with all this going on. But I think it's like to get her out of the room, she has to learn her place. You're not yeah. my equal, that sort of thing. And then she comes back. With the water, but at that point, Aurora's gone. And then we get what I think is the gem of the week, where you get old monthly Rakugo writer, Kimishisa, who ends up, hey, uh, she went back to her dressing room. Listen here, I can't wait till you do that show. I'm going to be rooting for you. And hey, good luck. And he's all excited. She runs mm-hmm. off to give the water. She's like, thank you. And then you see the dark side. I'm not going to spill the beans. He's like, should I be like the TMZ Rock and Go magazine? <laughs> or should I be on the up and up? 
like the, the juicy secret. <laughs> I don't know what would be the up and up magazine. <laughs> Maybe I'll be the Time magazine version. But he ends up where he heard some things, you know, kind of hanging, almost being a stalker. Mm. And he oh. could end up. And again, remember, I thought that he was going to write that article. Oh, my God. Mm. It's, you know, a con. He says that Rakuro is not said things like that. Uh, he's not going to do that. No, he's on to up and up. I'm going to be up and up. I root for you. And you're like, all right, that's a weird little play. But here you go. Good and, for you. Yeah. And so then Akani goes, goes into the changing room. And the whole play is I'm going to teach you how to do this story because that's all this was about, this fetching tea. But we're going to do it at the karaoke. Here we go. You go off there and you get Aurora's assistant who's there to film it on the smartphone. And she says, like, what are you doing? Oh, well, we record things, don't you? Like, this is what you do when you're learning a new story. You end up recording it, and then you can watch it over and over to learn it then later. And you have a Connie say, well, when I first started doing this and the stories I learned, I didn't have a smartphone. I was a young girl. I had one of them dumb phones. Actually, she had no phone. So she learns it just watching. Yeah, the mind phone. So. In that, I was hoping that maybe Aurora, with all her kishunda, because I'm telling you, the Rakugo must Cha-ching. be, you know, bringing in all the cash, Big would give books. her a smartphone. Like, oh, here you go. I have 80 of them. <laughs> but no, you end up where they do this fetching tea. This assistant is taping it for Akani. And at the end, then Akani, you know, as she does, I can do it now. Can I show you the one scene and First you tell try. me? How? And I think what it was is, hey, I'll show you that one little interaction. You tell me if I'm on to something right, and then I'll go back and I'll practice and I'll watch yeah. it. But you have Aurora go, no, I don't want to see that one scene. I want to see it all. Oh. And so she's going to go do it. And you have most of the point of view stuff here through the assistant who's like, mm-hmm. what? She just saw it once. She's oh, pretty blah, blah, blah. good. They do mention at one point that you're not supposed to watch the Rakugo being it's done taboo. like an audience. T- but she has been doing that a bit. She yeah. has been watching and but learning like backstage. So I suppose it's okay if you do it backstage, but if you're like, you can't be sitting down eating the popcorn. I think there's the another pool. rule that we kind of get thrown in here as well, because really, it, Connie has watched this thing enough probably by now that she might be able to do it. She kind of knows it already. But you have to get some master to teach it to you to be able to do it. It doesn't yeah, seem legit. like you're just allowed to just pick things up. So yeah, and like really, if you broke into the server of somebody, like or said, "Hey, can I have all of these videos?" You could just sit there and learn all you want. But I think that you're supposed to have that. You have to have that master that teaches you mm-hmm. it. So she ends up, but she already knew some of it. She actually says to you know in her mind, "I kind of knew this before, but there are a couple things I was shady on. Now that I watched it again, I could concentrate really, and this is where she could really." I can concentrate on the things, fill in the blanks, let me do it. And she does it, and it seems as if she's doing it great. Of course, Aurora's not going to quite say that, but says, oh, you know what? That was pretty good, but no, I don't think this story suits you. I don't think you can do it. I think that this is, and I'm I'm thinking the idea might be, because remember, this whole thing they talked about when Aurora started doing it, it was different from when what was traditionally a man doing it. So it changed it up. Now changing it up to Akani, and I think it's not really a diss. I think it's that she's too young. Uh, the story involves pretty much a bunch of hookers and things like that, and I think that so she stories. doesn't have, I think that what 
you're gonna have Aurora say you, you just don't have the the sensuality and yeah, stuff the, that, the, of the, your the range boom. that you would be able to do this. It really comes off as odd and weird, and it, you know might be it might seem a little more sus than it should. I think, but she's like, what now? What now? What else can you teach me? That's all I'd say. But we'll see <laughs> what's going on here. But yeah, that's the big deal at the end, and. You do see, though, that there is that play that some stories aren't suited for people, and that would be true. I mean, you know what I mean? It happens just in movies and TV and stuff like that as well. So Mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes. But you see Akani, she's, you know, sweating it up. But what would you give this? Yeah, I thought it was decent. We we got to go see some behind-the-scenes training. Uh, I didn't know that there was so many taboos that you can't be watching it. And that you use the phones for the recordings, but then you'd be listening with the ears, so it doesn't matter when you're a caddy, because she's just that good. Um, yeah, I thought that was fun. And I do like, it makes a lot of sense. Like, we're both of you, or both of, both of us, we're both pretty new to the uh, Rango thing. We don't really know uh, about stories being good fits, but that does make a lot of sense. You know, like, maybe you just aren't a good story, like... Not that the, you're bad at telling the story, but the story doesn't suit you. That makes a lot of sense. And it's something that we haven't seen a problem for Akani yet. So this will be very interesting to see how this all plays out. So I'm looking forward to more, as always. Might be spinning wheels, but I'm still enjoying it. I'm going to go 8.8 out of 10. I'm going a solid 8. I'm going to go 8. I did like at the end. I want to see what happens then if she ends up sending her off to somebody else to learn a story. If she can teach her something else. Indeed, I don't know. We'll have to see what is going on. There was a bit early I didn't even mention that I thought was also seemed a little sus when you have Rokoro like, have you thought about my proposal to you? And she's like, Uh-oh. I'll get back to you on that. I'm like, ooh, what is that all about? I'm sure it's not as sus as I think, but it just seemed very odd. But in that, yeah, it's kind of in the, it'd be like, hey, I love that Tom Hanks. I'm going to you know, cast him in my new movie. He's playing a 15-year-old orphan. It's just not going to work. So, I mean, he can do whatever he wants, that Tom Hanks. But still, though I am centering on Tom Hanks, I should be talking more about Harry Styles. Ah, uh, But what <laughs> are we doing next? Well, we're going to style it into the next chapter with uh, the very stylish Fabricant 100. Chapter 4, uh, what Jim needs to keep me on so we can get this done quick. Leash. Oh, boy. I thought you meant drugs. All right. Oh, uh, well, we'll uh, go with leash. We can do late. that. We end up having where Fabricant, <laughs> yeah, Fabricant 100 ends up. He, she's about to punch out old Luca. Uh-oh. Does Luca weird you out that he, like the Fabricant, does not really close his eyes? I mean, these so, eyes are, you know, eyes wide open. Very sus face. Yeah, very much so. Though he looks kind of nice, but not always. So in uh, all this, he had, remember, he had grabbed a Shibi and said, hey, join us. We know how to take care of these fabricants. And also, we want you to have a nice life. We want you to oh. have your childhood. This is no world for the kids. Yeah, it's no world. I mean, right there, he's all bandaged up. A Shibi has this big bandage from cutting himself and things like that. And he's oh, traveling boy. one town to the next, trying to take down these monsters. So he says, we get all these orphans and things, and we get them together, and we let you have a nice life. So in that, though, Ashibi wants to get all of the fabricants. He wants to destroy them all so that nobody else gets hurt. And he says that to Luca at one point, says, listen, I'm here with Fabricant 100, and we're going to go and we're going to take down all of the fabricants. And at that point, Luca gives a smirk. You know, he's Mm -hmm. like, huh. And I think that he kind of gives like the wink, wink, like you mean her as well, right? 
I don't think he does. I mean, he oh. really is. They're becoming attached to each other. You yeah. see that. Team. And in a way, this kind of reminds me a little bit of Demon Slayer because what happens then is Luca grabs a shibi and takes off and he's testing the fabric. And yeah. the test might involve killing uh, tons of people. You're not supposed to be working with the fabric. What he thinks is going to happen here is if I grab a shibi and his Naruto buddy, he has them both. I mean, this guy's a strong guy. He has and, them both. And quiet Naruto buddy says about like three lines this whole chapter. And he said about two last chapter, too. Yeah, he yells, you know, what's going on? He's a benevolent demon, all right? Like, there's not much to do with this guy. Also, just to point out that Fabrican 100 comes to attack Luca, thinking that Luca is a Fabrican. Yeah. Because Luca then jumps up and is like on one of the like the wires above the He's street. Got the crazy and they powers. can't figure it out. They can't figure out why he has this power and that he isn't a Fabrican. Mm. I mean, if he is, he's probably the perfect one that they're all searching, but. You mm-hmm. end up where he seems human. The, you know, Ashibi says this, but he grabs Ashibi and Naruto and runs through the crowd. They go to this market. And the big play here is that he wants to show Ashibi that Fabricant 100 is just a fabricant. No care for human life. Because when you run through the thing, he thinks she's going to run through the crowd and just run into everybody and kill him. Just anybody in the way is going to mm-hmm. get squashed. It'd be like Flash running through just a crowd of people and just mowing them down. But she's Whoa. not quite that bad. And this is what reminds me of, say, a Demon Slayer, the idea, Nezuko, oh, my God, she, oh, but she doesn't hurt people. And she's a you gem end up in disguise. where Fabricant 100 comes in, sees a guy selling meat, this huge thing of beef, and oh, ends up, I said, if you, know, if you know MacGyver, this is definitely meat guyver she oh ends up she ends up making this whole crazy like lasso type indiana deal. jones style sets up a zip line using the bones and all the gut oh my god it's bad what the and heck? ends up making the steel so she can glide over all the people Bird's eye to view. luca and this amazes him and actually oh my god did she just glide over the crowd using beef guts and she did <laughs> and she grabbed a shibi and said, you're, you know, under my protection. Why did you deny my protection? I'm going to protect you forever. We have a deal, all that stuff. But the real play here is that by the end, Luca ends up saying, oh, didn't the fabricant tell you that there's ways to protect humans and whatnot without actually taking out all the fabricants? There's a way that we know. There's a way to stop the human casualties without killing all the fabricants. And if you come with me, I will show you. She be I'm with you and runs off with him. And that's how the chapter ends. And it does look like I like the sweating fabricant. Fabricant 100 is telling big fibs. I should have told the truth or whatever. But in Uh-oh. the end, that would be a deal where I think a Shibi would want this fabricant to be able to live because it is kind of becoming family. Absolutely. But also now you have to have some tension and stuff like this. This will be the conflict of. You know, the lie and things like that. So will he go off with Luca? Will Fabrican go with him? I don't know. We'll have to see. But I like it. I, I really do like this this book. I think this series oh, yeah. is pretty good. I'm into it uh, more so than a lot of the others. But what would you give this? Big time. Yeah. This is only four chapters in, and it's vastly become one of my favorite reads. Every yeah, week. I like it. We're, we're getting up to Marge Toxin level, Jim. And that's saying something. Oh, that's saying something. Yeah, no, this is really, really solid stuff. Like you said, you already have that team dynamic. You already have like that kind of the feel of, oh, 
you know, what it's taboo, you know, you're going to have like working with the fabricants, you're not allowed to do that. Uh, but once again, Fabricant 100, uh, pulling out the bone meat and oh tight rope <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah, I thought you were going to say, like, it has some, you know, this one has, you know, a lot of meat to. There's meat on the boat. You said a lot of meat and bones. There's just like so much creativity. Where is the beef? Where is the beef? Where is the beef? Not here. There's not not a lot of gristle. Oh my goodness. Where's the beef? We're still a little rusty. No, like this book has so much creativity already. It is going places big time. uh, And I'm I'm excited. uh, By the end of every chapter, I'm excited to see what happens next. I love that kind of like comedy end that, oh my goodness, the 100 was telling big fibs and now they're going to actually work with Luca. And I don't think Luca is that sus. I'm glad he's going to be sticking around if this is the case. Because if you remember back in chapter one, we said we needed another dynamic to this duo. And I think Luca could be that dynamic and uh, like to add a little spice to the relationship. So I think uh, this book is definitely a banger, and I'm loving it. I'm going 9 out of 10. I'm going 9 as well. I didn't Perfect. think you were going to go as high. I, I thought it. you were going to go a little bit. But again, where's Why the beef, Luke? By the pig, not here. And what is next, Luke? Yes, next up we are kicking it off with disappointment because we have the uh, Chainsaw Man Chapter 116. Why taste the, the starfish. No taste of beef here, only a taste of mid. Jim. Yeah, the starfish, and it is mid. I, I'm getting a little bit more and more disappointed with this. Uh-oh. A couple chapters back, because we did miss, you know, the one chapter before this, 115, last mm, week. Yeah. But we, yeah. we, I'm telling you, I ended up where I said we're going to recap stuff that we What's did miss last recap? week. There's nothing to recap. You just go into this chapter and go, because they're still stuck in this aquarium. The idea that they think it's the Eternity Devil, it still seems like it's the War Devil that's doing this until mm-hmm. Asa makes a weapon. She's got us. She's supposed to use Denji as that, but doesn't want to. And at least at this point, you get a little bit more of a personality with Asa. But she also ends up admitting that she's boring as hell, and I agree with her. I agree with her fully. She is boring. You're boring, is what I say to her. Because in that, then... You also have classics like the one girl licking the glass. Great. Okay. I mean, the, the weird play of this doing? is, well, the weird play of this book has always been those crazy characters and things like that. But it almost feels like this is trying too hard now because you don't really get Denji as much. You get it. You get a spark in this chapter. Still not enough right now. I need something to change here. And I, I think it's just get rid of Asa and do something. Change but I think song, she's here for man. the long haul. Yeah, Chainsaw Man, indeed. Also, they're, you know, gathering up change is one of the things that they do here. So it really works. But in this, you have Denji, who is, you know, worried that Asa isn't eating. So he wants her to eat starfish because she can't eat fish. Then she eats dried fish and doesn't like it. And he laughs. At one point, she gets fired up, though. That's what we get. I'm not even going to cut corners here. We end up here where you have it where they better be saved soon. Or they are going to die. You know, you have all this. Now, what I thought in my mind, thinking back at the Eternity Devil, that seemed to be something that you'd be stuck in this loop all the time. And it like time stops Mm -hmm. and you're just going. This, things are rotting around them and things like that. So it does feel a bit different. And so they are desperate, desperate times here. So what ends up happening is it seems that Asa realizes, you know, that she hasn't been a great person, but she's boring. 
But Denji says you're interesting to watch It fires her up and she's like yeah You're right I am fun aren't I And trying to get herself psyched up to kind of Maybe you know what war devil Get out of town I'm gonna do this And whatever and the only thing That I liked here is that she starts yelling And screaming and Denji says You know what you remind me of an old friend Of mine it made me sad because yeah, It definitely means power and she does have that power energy for that minute. But then she says, I need your help. I need to collect money. Here's the thing. Through this then, and Denji's all about money. I mean, at one oh, point yeah. they showed he's collecting hats to sell when they leave. He's so bad. But he does even bring up this idea. Hey, I have this girl, little sister, or whatever. So you have that. But he knows how to get the money and steal it. There's money laying around, all these things. They gather up a million yen. So that she can just yell out to the war devil, hey, I'm buying this aquarium. First off, I don't know how that, that's how it works, but buddies that's what she's buddies. saying. I mean, I, I love it where all of a sudden materializes the owner of the aquarium. Well, actually, it's worth <laughs> this. So that It's just like, a, it, I know it's symbolic, but that's what I have a problem with. There's problems I have here because she ends up giving, I wish that throughout all of this, you needed Asa to keep defending that damn aquarium. She should have been like, they're like, I'm sick of this aquarium. It sucks. It never was good. I needed Ace to say, no, no, no. This is my favorite place ever. I love this. Because remember, to make this weapon, it has to be something she cares about. It has to be something that's really important to her. If this is the twist and turn of it's important to her because she needs to get it to save her friends. It's too many things down the line. I don't like this concept where she just says, I'm buying the aquarium, and now she's going to turn the aquarium into a weapon, uh, you know, and that will free them. I'm like, really? This better work out next chapter. I was almost to the point here of telling you, let's just skip it. Let's skip this nonsense until the end of this. It's Chainsaw Man. It's one of the biggest ones, and yeah. we love it. I we have a reading club. We love Chainsaw Man. Yeah, it's one of our favorites. We love talking about Chainsaw Man each and every Friday, if you want to check out the feeds, oh, and we do. Yeah. So we, we love it. And now it's like to a point where I'm almost to the point of just tell me when it gets better, and I'll come back. I actually am yeah. you know, frustrated by it. I think you can kind of tell I'm getting fired up. Oh. But at the end, I just I don't have any connection. Or not even I don't like Asa. I don't like the story mm. of this war double. It's just we don't not like for where it's me. Going. We don't like where it's been. I mean, I thought there was going to be an interesting thing, even with the guy from the club. And you saw last chapter, uh, he surgically got that pull string. Oh, I'm like, great. all right. And he said, I like when he's screaming out, please come save me, Chainsaw Man. Uh, but they even talk about how. Denji, like the last time I ended up saving everybody and killing, you know, taking down the attorney devil, it's because he kind of presented himself. I don't see anything here. So he's just hanging loose. But overall, also, I love there's one play here, one thing that made me laugh, and it's classic Denji. So Mm -hmm. it actually really calls back. It's when he says, I'm not interested in helping you. And then she says, if you do, I'll grant you any request. I'm Help in. yourself. He gives her all the money. <laughs> that, that is classic. That, so that made me. But again, you know what that did then? It made me realize how much I'm not liking this story yeah. since it came back. So uh, what would you give it? Yeah, I'm not going to go crazy high. Um, yeah, I, I just, yeah, like you say, I feel like there's something missing. Like you do get like brief moments with Denji. And I, oh, yeah, that's. Chainsaw Man, me like even like the little bits when he's saying he's saving up the money for that little sister he has, and then 
you know, and then like the for college because he yeah. wants a better life for her. Well, That's which nice. Is nice. And like yeah. the, call, the power callbacks, nice and all that. And then yeah, the, you even have the classic dingy woman with the monies. But like the majority of this book isn't what it used to be. It, we're not getting the same enjoyment. I don't look forward to this book anymore because I'm I I don't enjoy. Well, recently I haven't enjoyed reading it, uh, which is a shame because like I think when we go back and do the reading clubs, we see just how much we we love this book or we used to love it. And I you binge read this book all ninety seven chapters of it back in the day. Yeah, and I can't. Uh, re- I could barely remember any of them now because yeah, I binged that, it, but yeah, I still loved that, it. We've had and we've had so many chapters since then. Like we've been reading this for weeks, and I like if, if I had to be asked what was my favorite part of this new second part, I don't know if I could say anything because I'm not. Yeah. Frankly, I'm not enjoying it as much, and it's quite a shame. Uh, I'm going to go with just a seven out of ten. Yeah, I'm a six five. We were real low. Remember last chapter, yeah. and yeah, this was the chapter, the book that got me into manga. This is the one where I started reading a bunch of things. But when I started reading Chainsaw Man, I then had to get my subscription mm-hmm. to the Shonen Jump app to continue, so and the, I read them all. So it was this is my book. Of, yeah, the fact we're thinking of dropping it when it's like it means that much to us, that says a lot, I think. Yeah, it, it just is so odd. And, and I think it all it also plays out the idea that they are trying to give you that power energy, even enough so Denji says, you remind me of somebody that was a friend of mine. I think that they're grasping and trying to get this spark again. Magic. And I think you just have to go off and these characters that you have right now, including, you know, the student council and the, you know, the the devil hunting club, they're to me, they're all duds. Get rid of all of them. Swipe them clean. Have them come out of this aquarium and go, yeah, I don't think this is for us. Go and have Denji go and do something different. Have a meet up with another crew. Start from square one, clean slate, whatever you have to do. I think that we have to change things up. Other people yeah. may disagree, but I think that that's the case. What is the next book, though, Lou? Oh, well, Jim, the next book, we're never going to change them because it's Banger City, Banger Book in the Millennium. Oh, my goodness. It never gets old. It's Marriage Toxin. Chapter 32. There's no fancy titles, but we do have. I'm going to call this one. I'm going to, for now on, we'll make up title names. I say it's Birdman R.I.P. Because, yeah, Birdball is not happening. He ends up where, now, Birdball, he's still yelling and screaming. He's still yelling about Birdball. He wants it to happen. And he's talking a lot of crap, but. You end up that collar, everything. And it really plays out that it's the collar. But then when you have the bad guy, Toshiro, explain it, it also seems as if these alternate bloods are fighting against each blood. other. Remember, he is a, a a bird user, but also a spear, spear user. So combined. combining them, it makes some crazy things. But there's that deal where these are almost these hybrids that this guy's making, but they keep on going bad. They keep on the blood fights against itself. And you end up where, and I like the little cartoony way of showing that. It's a knife fight inside, and you <laughs> just end up dying. And that's what happened. He ends up oh. dying. We thought this happened before, but it seems as if this is the death because Toshiro, he ends up making a little shrine for mm-hmm. old Birdman. So I did like that. In this chapter, though, and why I think it's the banger, is oh. suddenly, because we hadn't had Arashiyama really yeah. much at all. She shows I up thought, big time. I thought that she was gone. I thought they oh. had her in a cell somewhere, but she's Captain. there. 
You end up there, and I do also like a bat comes and swoops up and takes all the birds away. And the last words from Birdman was, I really wanted the bird ball to go big. <laughs> He's done. Uh, but you do get a big play with Arashiyama. She's there with Sirius the hamster. And, you know, as that's going on, we get a thing we saw before. The bad guy, Toshiro, he already had said he needs Giro's blood because that seems to be the thing that will be able to unite all these different bloods. Mm-hmm. He's like the secret ingredient, you know, the secret, the, the secret sauce. sauce here that will be able to make it because that's really what he wants to do. He wants to make these hybrids take down all of the established houses with his nonsense, kind of a Frankenstein or an island of Dr. Moreau type deal. And oh. yeah, that's how he's going to play it. So you have that and then you go off and you have fully Kinosaki and Peachy, too. So I think that this is one of the more well-rounded chapters. Yeah, you got a little bit of everybody. They're fighting Kung Fu Bear, Uh-oh. which actually ends up not really being Kung Fu Bear. Sus-fu Bear. Ayakashi Triangle Bear. Yeah, really, because all of a sudden, Peachy gets this crazy eel on him that looks like it's sucking his brains out. Uh-oh. And the bear comes and saves him and then runs off. But the big play here is it wasn't just that. It was that this eel was actually sucking the blood out of the two of them because it's a sample. It's, you know, the way to get the blood samples. The bear runs off and says, Kishiro, this is Bayako reporting. Bayako is the assistant. And then Uh this weird, this is not just a a costume. This (laughs) looks like a live bear hide. She was was going in the... She was doing the hot solo cut open the oh, yeah. Oh, oh, it's, it's disgusting. And she comes out, but you see butt cheeks and says, I got the blood. I'm coming back. You have our bad guy who's so over the top to Shiro. And that's what we like about this book. Everybody's kind of over the yeah. top crazy. He has his shrine to bird user. And it says banner memorial gathering for our dear bird user. I think he's <laughs> the only one gathering dead birds on that altar. Too. Oh. But you end up where he's like, oh, man, we got it. This is what I needed. We have all this blood. This was the plan. Ends up giving his assistant there one of his squeaky toys. She she says she can't use it because she's on, on the clock. He gets mad. But the big play here is now I have all their bloods. I'm going to be able to do this. I'm going to be able to crush them. For good, isn't this awesome? We are the best. And you have that deal. I thought we were done. I thought the chapter was done at that point, but we actually have some nice character moment here. We go into this cave where Giro and Arashiyama have gone in. They start a fire. They're trying to, you know, rest up before this big attack. And Giro wants to go right away. I'm going to go right away. Let's go. We got to get this done. And Arashiyama says, no, 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 you're hurt. Let me take care of you. And again, you kind of remind ourselves that this book is about Hiro getting married eventually. And you see that Rishiyama is a a gem, right? She says, no, 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 you can't go now. You have to rest. You're not well. You have to. And he won't listen. So you get all the hamsters attack and pin him down so that she can end up taking care of him. Now, all of this, too, where he says you have to rush, it's because at any moment they could just tighten that thing around Rishiyama's neck the collar and, and can really kill her at any time but she ends up saying i always thought i was useless uh why am i so useless i try and i try with these hamsters or whatnot but the big play here is Giro then gets inspired saying i thought you were useless i thought i had to protect you but now i i have second thoughts your hamsters are awesome she, mm. he says let me correct the mistake that you are a capable 
specialist. Your hamsters are great. Let's do this together. And says, let's kick that bastard's ass together. Let's go. I'm like, oh, my, that's so cool. And you have blood spilt, tears shed. This battle of the specialist is about to boil over. And I do like that whole deal, though I don't like that when she's crying, she's got like snot and stuff coming out all over the place. And when she's <laughs> leaning over, it looks like it's all dripping down on gear. Oh, That's disgusting. Yuck. But, you know, I don't think he's looking there. I'm waiting oh, for it. My oh eyes my are goodness. up here there, pal. Oh, right? boy. So, but in all that, I, it's a really cool chapter. It's, it's doing a thing that I think you get a bit in Spy Family, where Giro is this guy who's really set in his ways. He does things. And he's starting to lighten up. He's starting. And yeah. I think that he needs to See do the that big picture. before he does get married. You can't just go off and like, okay, I'm going to get married. I'm the poison user. I think that he has to, you know, round himself out a bit yeah. and open that up. And I think that's what is happening in a way that I didn't think that we'd get. I thought that this was going to be a very cliched and tropey book at the beginning. But boy, it's crazy. You never know what's going to happen. And the you characters, know? including. If you describe to somebody a guy who controls birds but wants to make this baseball bird hybrid game, <laughs> that's what he's doing. He's trying to be an assassin to make money to bring it to the world. And people would say, that sounds like the stupidest thing ever, but yet it's a character we'll never forget. Sounds like a gem. At the beginning, you laugh, but the funny play is they're not jokes. They're playing so He's legit. a joke, but he's not a joke. He's yeah. pretty good, and you uh, actually have feels at the it's end. It's impossible not to have feels because they play it like the, it, it's funny, but like they play it straight, and then you just fall in love it's, with it. It's a crazy play. This book is really good. I, I, yeah, really good. I see, too. I'd love to think it's us doing it, but look, but I look at the stats. It's not. You end up where it's it is rising in the rankings. Oh Mongo yeah, plus it's going up and up, and I think that it deserves it. It's very good. It's solid so far. I mean, it's early on. It's it's hard to you say about the Sakamoto. We'll see if we get to chapter one hundred and we'll see, see what's going on we'll in this. But it is really good at this moment. It's one of those where that it factor it has. So it's oh, it's right early now, in the run, but you yeah. you end up you need to read it, and it's really good. And I think that Absolutely. anybody. Anybody who would go here and start reading, I think it's it would be tough not to end up binging it. You're really going to like it. But what would you give this chapter? Yeah, I mean, like it's no secret. I love this book. It's a banger. Uh, yeah, you said it all already. Like it's, Whatever it's got right now, it's on a hot streak. It's firing on all cylinders. If it can keep this up, it's going to be definitely... And one to watch. It already is one to watch, but I'm saying, like, you know, it's going to be going places. Um, I'm really enjoying what this, this latest, the most recent arc going up against all these beast masters. It's been the best yet. We and still we have that, Koala Master. In yeah, the, we still in the, have the, some I'm, good stuff to come. Yeah, and we had like we said that last arc. It was going to. It was the best yet. Like it keeps on improving. If it keeps on getting better and better, I don't know. How high can we go, Chip? Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm going to go pretty high. because I'm, I'm going pretty high. You'll oh. hear. Yeah, I, you, won't, you won't believe my score. A 9.2 out of 10. I'm a 9.8. I'm what? telling you, this is what I've wanted all along. You have Bird User who ends up dying and oh. you feel bad for him. You get the plan. Also, just to point out, I didn't even say Jashiro, the bad guy. What he says is, all right, I'm here. You know where I am. Come at me right now. And all of the other users, they're all going to be there. And I want to yeah. see when they go Take into this all. room. And just the idea where in the back of my mind, I think you still might end up maybe getting a little bug user showing up to save them. That or, would be incredible. 
incredible. The numbers are not in their favor. I think that they might no. need some more, but I still want to see more of Peachy. I want to see what's going on. And and we say numbers. I mean, the whole play here is Kinesaki, she really can't do that much. No. She knows things. The best thing about her, and you see it in this as well because she's fighting, anything you need her to do, you just explain away by I saying, I learned it to have a date, you know, to fool some guys or whatever. That's almost genius in itself, yeah. all that. I love it. So, yeah, they're 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 going to have to step it up. But I do think that overall, Arashiyama is going to take it to the house oh, here and show Jen. these other jerks who treat her like crap. It's so what cool she's to see that of. she's getting in on the action, too. I love it. 9.5. To think of Sirius and the hamster quill. Like, going up and seeing how they'll be able to defeat, say, a tiger user, it'll be so fun. I can't wait. I, I really love that. It is, it's, it's a, seriously, we may or may not, whatever, book of the year, whatnot. Yeah. This is easily my book of the year. Absolutely. There's no book I look forward to more every week than this. Yeah, I if we it. do or don't have our end of year awards, which I'm, we'll figure it out and we'll do it. We'll there's it a spoiler. Uh, that's what it's gonna be maybe Ooh. we'll just end up having like instead of a full awards we'll just have our like top five books of the year or something yeah. like that that might be uh, a bit more interesting uh, i mean does anybody want to hear us like what is our color page of the year again you know then i'd rather do Exciting. top five books but what is next because this could be in the top five you never know right maybe well right now we got bush shenanigans with spy x families spy families mission 73 flashback city to Hard times when they were going up against the revolutionaries. So yeah, like yeah. You get a little, uh, you get a little background of our man. What is it, Billy? Billy, red the circus. the lead of the Red Circus here in the bus with Anya and the rest of the kids. Uh, you get that background of how his daughter ended up dying. Remember, he said that he blamed the government. Well, we see that it wasn't just the government. Oh, his geez. daughter was, you know, not that a peaceful protest is sus but the way that we see this red circus i'm not so sure what she was getting involved with but Problem. you end up in this where you have that other bus you know we're dealing with anya and the bus that's fine then all of a sudden the other bus that threw us but yep. that's where we get yuri able to do some things the ss is there the sss they're there going and <laughs> they're gonna go and take down these guys you see that yuri Pretty capable when he needs to be. Pretty cool. Right? I mean, he is such a jerk, and we don't like him a lot. He gets the job done. Uh, he actually gets shot during uh -oh. all of this going down. They do... Not shot enough. Yeah, really. They do take out all the other people, all the other guys from the Red Circus in this other bus. I have to keep saying the other bus. And whatever those hostages, those kids, they're safe. But we really don't care yeah. about that. But the big play is that when... Once it's done, Yuri, they're like, we have a man shot, and Yuri's just screaming, and he's yelling about Chihuahua Girl, who is obviously oh. Anya. Why do I do this? And then there's a little deal. He, he feels the pain more when oh. he ends up doing the stuff for something he's not inspired to do. Now, really, all they had to say was, I think I hear that your sister might be in one of these buses. Situation taken care of. He will take everybody out oh, yeah. if he thinks that yours and any of them. But they end up Easy. getting a new captain involved. This new captain comes in. I swear to God, at the end, he's going to pull off a mask, and it's it's just going to be Twilight. It's, but he seems sus because he wants to get things done. He's going to push the, the deal now, the envelope. We're going to take him down. There might be casualties. Who cares? 
we're going to take them down. These jerks are making us look bad, all this stuff going on. So then you go into the bus and pretty much I don't mind because that means we're going to get out of this bus situation. Again, I think we're hanging a little too long in it, but you end up where Anya, she can hear all the thoughts and she hears Billy. Billy kind of might want to give up. What are we going to do? And they announce, hey, we we killed all the people in that other bus deal. You know, all your comrades are dead. You better come out. And like, oh, man, this sucks. Anya hears this other and this guy. Bus driver becomes Uh-oh. the most He's the worst <laughs> I'll blow it all I'm up I'm gonna blow up this bus <laughs> They actually have a real bomb on the bus That Uh-oh. he says I wanted to drive into the headquarters And what blow it heck? up there But I'll blow it up when that squad gets close Anya now hears that And it's like bomb. Like now she's freaking out Because it's real But that's what makes her more the hero because you do end up Boom. seeing the sus new captain says, okay, boys, go in. They had already said you have until dawn to come up with an idea and, and surrender, but Change that was just plans. to make them kind of lay loose now mm-hmm. because, oh, they won't be here till the dawn. No, they're attacking now. You have the police, right all the special forces. They're going to go in. And really the big play in my mind is I'm saying we minimize the casualties, not Hey everybody, let's not get any kids killed. No, it's minimize them. Somebody's gonna die. There's gonna yeah. be people that might die. And so Anya is freaking out because she can even hear them. Oh my god, they're coming now. There's a bomb. We're all gonna die. And what does she do? She stands up and clenches her fists and Whoa. she's going up after them. And I think that the idea here is she's just going to try to distract them. I think they need, she thinks they need a distraction because then the police and the, you know, the secret squad, they can come in and there won't be any sort of play. And really maybe she has to get to that one guy who has the bomb. You have to really get him out of the deal. Yeah, he's got sus thinkings going on. And I'm telling you the best play of this, and it is great. I mean, that is like the, the, oh my God, Anya, you're the best. But I love that you also see Damien who's like, Huh? And Bully Boy in front. He sees it too. (laughs) And really, if this ends up, we know how things work in this book. It's probably going to end up as a goof. She's going to fall down, whatever. But if she ends up fully being a hero, like it looks like she is going to try to be, there is no way that Damien should not end up being her friend. Like This may be the thing that we needed all along. I don't know. The moment. Oh, my. When you end, you're like, holy crap on you. You are crazy. But, yeah, she ends up knowing that things are going to go wrong. And she knows before she was acting all brave because she knew it was fake. And even wasn't acting brave. She was just kind of being nonchalant. And now she's stepped it up. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. What would you give it? Yeah, I thought it was a banger. Short but sweet. Uh, and this bomb bus shenanigans continues to be, uh, you know, not spinning this wheels, going good momentum, good pace, going uh, high stakes. I'm glad that we dealt with the Yuri bit quick because I was, <laughs> there wasn't the bit I was most excited about. So to get back to the real bus of the two sus buses and uh, to have some more Anna because that's what we really like. Uh, and to have Anna stepping it up here, very brave, very cool. I know it's probably going to be goofy how it all plays out, but uh, I was very impressed. Uh, and somebody needs to stop this glasses driver man because it's always the glasses that are sus, and he is. Mega and I've never sus. really. I think that's just a trope that we go with, <laughs> but, but it seems right. If anybody in a manga shows up with glasses, just never trust those if guys. If you look at the, the like 
division chief who sends in the the kill squad glasses too. You know, it's a it's always it's the glasses. All, it's always I'm, glasses. You'll understand. <laughs> I wear glasses. Oh, now I understand. I understand problem. fully now. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, so, yeah. what would be your score? Decent chapter. I'm going eight out of ten. Yep, it's a solid eight. It really is. Uh, again, I said that I'm glad that we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel Absolutely. here. I have liked it, though. I have liked the idea yeah, yeah. of, you know, the kids and Anya stepping up, Becky being a gem, moments. all that stuff. But it's the it's about time mm. to end this and get to something else. And, I mean, it's been a while. So you kind of figure, like, the idea is Twilight around. He was out of the country. They tried to get, and I think that Yuri ends up getting shot so that you can get his moment, but you know mm-hmm. that he's not going to be able to help. Yeah, but really, at this point, is coming down to Anya. And yeah. that's crazy, but it's kind of something we said at the very beginning of this arc, that that's what we wanted. That's what we, we were want. hoping that somebody wouldn't swoop in to help. So that's what we're getting. But we'll move on to the next book, usually sus, not really, and actually getting back to its main M.O. It's Whoa. very odd. People were shocked, too. What is it? Uh, we still have a little bit of sus, but we do have the color Yeah, well, we're always going to have sus. Where's that whistle going, Jim? Oh, my I, goodness. Uh, <laughs> it's it's, it's between the cheeks or the oh, whatever it is. It's between something. Aikashi Triangle, Chapter 115, Let's go gyoza it into this chapter, Jim. Yeah, and it ends up saying leader of the Kanto Exorcist Ninja Group on there, which I think that's there because it's been so long you that you have to be reminded is. that yeah. her dignity and power are beyond understanding. Oh, and my goodness. And so is her boss. Where that whistle's going to go is, <laughs> is beyond. But you start out, re- I mean, actually, the pacing in this is crazy. There because this is a book that ends up where we meander a lot. Oh, yeah. You do a lot of sus things. I mean, this book could end up where, and it has. I mean, I'm just going to point out that at any point you could go off to a hot spring for three chapters there just to have sus hijinks, and I don't mind. That's that's why we like the book, and we like yeah. the characters, and we like whatever can go on. I still want Suze's brother to show up ASAP. I need him quick. But you go in this one and you're getting back to the main story. It threw some people off in the Mega Plus comments. They're like, oh, my God, I forgot about this. I forgot this book had a, a narrative. But you end Whoa. up where Rio, she has the extracted corruption. She ends up letting, and it is Matsuri's mom, letting her know, hey, I have it. All right, that's great. Don't tell Matsuri about this, though. All right. And then while you have kind of the what we're used to chapters having, you have Suzu and Matsuri who are going to practice and calm down and do their techniques under a waterfall, which will end up being the sus part. You do have oh. a very big thing where Matsuri's mom goes off to town, right, and ends up reporting to the main people. And, and in that, you see how big a deal she is as she's being mm-hmm. escorted there. She's driven there and Limousine. goes in and pretty much gives the report that all the stuff that she has seen really points to the fact that, yeah, we're having some problems here because Suzu is actually also Dark May involved. This oh. is the Ayakeshi deal from before. She's our enemy. This is our ancient enemy. Come back, and we're going to have to do something about it. And that is crazy problems. to have Matsuri's mom being the one that's like, yeah, we got to do this because this Dark May and all this is going on. She witnessed mm-hmm. all the things happening. In the meantime, again, you just get Suzu and Matsuri looking at boobs and, and other, you know, sus places. As you uh, do. You know, 
Well, everybody just sits there and laughs at it and says that it's, you know, not very uh, deal. It's shameless what I was trying to say. But really, other than that, that's what you get. You end up where they're going to have to take care of Suzu. But how is that going to play out? And they say uh, the Exorcist Ninjas, this Ayakeshi medium is our sworn enemy. Mm. And that's how it ends. It's a very quick chapter, but it's very... It's kind of sad in the way because you mm-hmm. end up where what is Matsuri going to do now? What is he going to end up? Because he's he's going to defend Suzu no matter what. So we'll have to mm-hmm. see how that goes, how that goes with the eye catching. I think that we might have them on the run for a little oh. bit, which might actually be, you know, some sort of spark that the book needs. Yeah, it makes things up a bit. We haven't had a main story going on. We have these little things going yeah. on that give you good character moments and fun. But we need that main big arc and this mm-hmm. seems like it's getting to it finally so i think maybe it's one of those things not that it makes sense that if you started watching the anime that's going to be coming out soon that you would be like oh my god i'm so glad that in chapter 115 you have that but maybe it's one of those <laughs> as we're reading it and people who are fans that are looking for the anime also then you're getting back to very meaningful things going on i think that mm-hmm. that might be the play but it is getting to Okay, we got to be a little more serious from from here on out, at least yeah. as much as this book will be. But Real yeah, I, remember it, it's a cool thing overall because we don't really get to think of all the little pieces of, of the puzzle here. But you do start thinking if you did end up get. I mean, I'm talking like we really got serious with this. Like, who's going to go on the side with Matsuri and Suzu? Rio obviously is not. Yeah, which is surprising. And I don't think that she would stay there. Like this would be one yeah. of those. Like it's really crazy and we know that suzu who was always nice to the ayakeshi they're gonna probably team up with her which makes it a little weird she that almost makes her seem evil that yeah. way and all that but yeah there's a ton of characters here that you can sit there and think which way are you gonna Civil go yeah, yeah it will be i think that it's really like a cool idea and i hope that if we get to it but i hope so see Civil that's what War. i don't mind taking time with if we're gonna yeah. have this huge thing but what would you give it? Yeah, I thought it was decent. Every so often with this book, right, we do get reminded, oh, there is plot sometimes, <laughs> which is nice. I, I do think it's funny that, like, they have to splice in the sus waterfall in the middle. Like, you have, like, important business meetings, and then, yeah, then we have sus. Because exactly, <laughs> you know, that that's exactly what this book is. So, like, you, you, they are well aware that, you know, they, their audience is looking for one thing. But it is it is nice that we do get a bit of momentum. As you say, the anime is coming up. It, you're you're going to want to have it in an interesting spot story-wise so that people can jump on, people can catch up. Uh, and for us reading it now, it's something to look forward to. I'm sure we're still going to have plenty of sus moments, because that's what this book is. Uh, but it's nice to know that we have a bit of momentum going forward as well, to, to propel that sus forward. So yeah, something to look forward to. I'm going to go 8.5 out of 10. Ooh, my, I'm going to go 9. I'm actually excited, and I'm I'm even thinking of the idea of, like, you know, who does Ninakuru go with? Yeah, that's exciting. There could be layers. Yeah, there's some cool plays. I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, I'm going to go nine. But we have one last book left. One last book If I as I go up to the Azuki app as we go into it. But what is it there? Well, we're playing catch up a little bit with this book because it actually it wrapped up today. And not to toot my own horn, Jim, but I tweeted about it and I got retweeted not only by the official French Blitz Twitter, 
also the guy who wrote the Blitz. Where's so the I'm, beef? Oh, where's my. The beef? Gary I'm, Kasparov I'm... didn't, though, did he? Because <laughs> he's a ghost. Gary Kasparov. Yeah, uh, they no. can't tweet. They, they, it just goes right through their fingers when they does. try to hit he the button. Tweet. Oh, yeah. my. He's one of them ghosts. Huh? Oh, yeah. No. In that, you end up having a guy recognize a little bit of the Kasparov in Tom's. Uh, this chapter is pretty fun. There's one this thing one. that, and again, this is chapter seven. There are going to be nine chapters, and we'll just keep doing them each week yeah, as we go. So we're not just going to drop it. We're just going to go in that way. But yeah, Enjoy you it. end up where. Tom is in the hospital still. He's playing the online chess that everybody loves, right? Everybody just has to talk about chess no matter what. And you have the one doctor who's like, I'm a doctor here, and I have a patient who's also playing the online chess, and I think it's pretty cool, right? right? But they want them to end up resting. And we see that, you know, here's the deal. Now, it's a coincidence, right? There's so many, I mean, there's so many people each day playing online chess, but you end up where Tom, and this other patient are the ones playing against each other. The guy that you ended up where what I thought it was Harmony, chats? actually a guy. They are going to be playing online chess and they're They're playing against each other. And Tom, while he is doing it, he's realizing that when you play the chess, you actually get the personality from the person. And, oh, my oh. God, I'm learning this and that. He seems to be getting more of a feel for it. We kind of know it's because he got hit by lightning while he had a VR of Gary Kasparov. And now it's in his brain. Incredible. We get that, right? Is that what also made Tom a, a freaking brat? Because this kid <laughs> is just insufferable when he's not playing when chess. You, yeah, when you got chess on the mind, nothing else matters. I guess. When, when he's not chessing it up, he's bitching and moaning it up. Oh, he's my goodness. He can't even sit there. I like where he's in the thinker's pose while he's trying to get the blood mm. pressure. She's like, stay still. Why are you moving all around? It's like you're playing chess right now. She doesn't say that, but that's what basically everything is. So they're doing that. Still don't know exactly what they're they're just observing him. They keep saying that he's fine, but they're yeah, observing this him. This has been a sus week of chess. They they bring this this is Tom though, you know, old Tom. Hey Tom, we just we're gonna bring you this meal that looks like it's a buffet. Yummy, like, yummy. I, I've been in the hospital before. You don't get quite what they're getting here. This guy has salmon, he's got miso soup, he's got rice, he's got all this and he's like, just... I really miss the meat. I want the meat, right? Where's, Where's the, the beef, beef is what he's oh. saying. <laughs> Where's the beef? Well, you know, so with that, though, I'd be like, you know what? Get out of town. And he says, yeah, you got to be, geez. you know, you got to eat. There's me. Really, you got salmon. Eat that jerk. So they end up with that. And he's like, <laughs> whatever. I'll eat it, right? So he's eating it. And then you go off to the doctor. Is like, just be a little bit patient, Carl. You'll Carl. get out of this here deal. And I'm like, Carl. <laughs> What's up with him? What is What's up with Carl? And Carl, you see, is like, oh, and he goes, you should take it easy. You shouldn't be up all night playing that online chess against that mysterious new opponent of yours. Bruno like, all right. And he's like, all right. Well, you're pretty mature for a middle schooler, Carl. You see that Carl isn't a brat. Carl's a nice guy. Look at the look at the. Be- this is the thing. I've been <laughs> again. I've been in hospitals here in the united states oh this looks more like a hotel room look at that bed with that back on like fancy. it looks like they're coming to see him at like the fanciest of places he's got the but... fancy curtains like in the in this quaint little french chest town they do it right uh, yeah i guess look at that thing that that hardly looks like a room at a hospital oh, but yeah goodness. they're like okay and that's where you get where old carl we see he's kind of the ice king later oh. you know and he's calm he's I'll log back in when I'm done eating. But then there's 
the hot-headed Tom. I got to get back to the game. We Whoa. then have a, a play earlier that we laughed at where you end up having harmony. And I'm going to ask you, because you first off, nope. you have the idea of, of Sean Marks. This guy is sus as hell in this chapter and, and really Always. over the top. But the idea of who's the other girl? What What's her name? I still don't know. It's I, Sayori. Sayori? We heard that like one time. Oh, boy. You completely have thrown that name out, and in this, you're almost playing it up as nobody pays attention to her when she's around. She is literally like the side chick. And so, yeah, she is. So here is the play here. Hey, Harmony, do you want to go see what's up with Tom? Yeah, where should we go? We could go to Jean Marks. Oh, who's Jean Marks? You know, the guy who owns Jean Marks pancakes. All right, right, I want pancakes. I'll figure out. It's like, oh, what are there, 18 John Marks in town? <laughs> like you said, this quaint French village in the middle of Japan. Everybody knows everybody. Oh, I think I would like to have a pancake. I'm like, I think you're a little too young for that. No, but they end up going game. to Jean Marc. He answers the door. Oh, my. Starts getting, you can't talk like this, Jean Marc. You got to <laughs> stop it. He's like, oh, my, look at you hot ladies. I mean, Tom's he really, a lucky he's like, guy. Tom is a lucky guy <laughs> having some hotties like you around. And Please. then you end up like, oh, my God, what's your name, cutie pie? <laughs> what are you doing, Sean Mark? Oh, no. And she goes, oh, my name's Harmony. You end up having Sayori. Am I cute, too? He never answers. He just, <laughs> come on in, Harmony. I don't know your name. What about me? What about me? She keeps yelling. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody cares about you, Sayori. We don't even uh, know your name. She comes is- in. She's like. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, I think that this is all sus symbolism where all of a sudden you see a sugar cube coffee and sugar's dropping. And I don't know. I don't know what Sayori's really seeing here. And I'm scared to know. So you end up with all this and like, hey, is Tom okay? Yep. He's awesome. He they don't know anything's wrong with him, but they're watching him. But then he loves the chest. Off we go back to Tom. And then also you end up where he's drinking out of the little teacup. And Sayori's not having fun with that and, Uh-oh. you know, sticking out her tongue. But I'm telling you, watch it, John Mark. You better, Pinky when people are around, you better stop sauce. it. Yeah, really, really. So you go then and you see the online chess. Also, you are, I love the ideas like, oh, you know, Tom, because Sayori was the one who originally found out, oh, you can go, you know, family friend of, you know, it seems a little more than that. <laughs> family friendly. Uh, you end up where the online chess Uh-oh. is going on. We do end up having Carl, who he likes to play it cool. So you Ooh. see him there with the snowfall and nonsense, <laughs> right? So this is the it, best stuff. Incredible stuff. Tom, though, is the opposite. He's a hothead. He's hot got the stuff. steam coming. He starts saying, I'm getting the personality. I wonder what he gets from me. We go to see Carl, who sees a little Casper up in him. Oh, Maybe, or do you want it? I don't know. You end up where... <laughs> The whole play, though, is I can feel the technique of a master. And then out of nowhere, we find out. Everybody's watching. <laughs> one little chess game on the computer the here. The hottest thing. Everybody needs to see it. It's the Super Bowl times 10. Oh, my God. Everybody's yelling. You got to get over here and see this chess match. It's like two masters going on. All right in front of the computer. We oh, my see God. This. Everybody. And you have everybody around it. There's kids. There's old people. They're <laughs> all going for you. Oh, my God. Can you believe it's that move? It's going to be on the news report that night. Holy crap. ESPN. The whole sports center is about this. You know, this Whoa. just in. Tom and Carl. 
playing chess. <laughs> so they're yelling, these are two champions going at. And then just to show that this is something that these, <laughs> they have too much free time in this town. This what? guy's like, I recognize this style. That's oh. Carl Ayasakovich, the young champion. So now oh. in this quaint little village, uh, French village in Japan, we also have a guy with a full out Russian name. I don't know what's going right. on. This is multiverse. He ends up recognizing Carl's style. Oh, that's a young champion, is he? Oh. And look at that hot-headed Tom. He's holding his own. So he's like, he's yeah, this moves. is awesome. He's playing. And then seemingly this match to end all matches is interrupted because the room has to be clean. And he Uh-oh. goes, okay, I'll go and look. But no, it is Harmony and Sayori who are at, you know, showed up to see Surprise. Tom finally. Remember, Tom didn't want his mom to let anybody know. But seriously, you, you heard he was in the hot. How many hospitals are in this town? They seem like they couldn't figure out where to find him. Now that they did, they come to find him. And seriously, in this, does Tom say Sayori any time in this? Again, <laughs> nobody pays attention. Or she shows up with food. Look at her. She's got food. She's like, hey, ta-da, we can probably beef there that he wanted. He wanted to meet. Nothing. He doesn't even know she's there. Oh, Harmony. Now he's like, I I have to tell you something. I lost your chess piece. Remember, this is the chess chess piece piece. that Gary Kasparov gave Harmony in your mind right before he died. But you (laughs) end up where she's upset. I like where she repeats it a couple of times. He's like, what? My ch- my chess piece, and then says, "You know what? That night was really important to me. I don't know if you know this, but that night was really important to me. Oh. But you know what's more important to me? People playing the chess. I thought chess they were going to high five. I want you to be my chess comrade. What? But I lost. No, no. I already think of you as a chess comrade. Oh but my goodness gracious! Even after I lost my lucky her lucky night, she still accepts me." And I don't know that other jerk's there, too, but I forget her name. And here we go. I mean, really. And then he jumps up out of bed. It also threw me off. They're there observing him. He's jumping around like he's Tom Cruise (laughs) up on the couch. Hey, everybody. They just have to let him go. Also, you have the nurses like, I'm here to clean up. Ha ha. Let's go. And uh, yeah, he just walks around. I'm like, why is he just at home at this point? He's there playing the, the, the hospital chess. chess. He's got the, the hospital Wi-Fi bill and, going. And oh, my goodness gracious, as he's walking, who would he run into but old Carl, the young champion, who recognizes oh Harmony goodness. from another championship. Oh, my goodness gracious. And nobody recognizes Sayori. No, Sayori, again, Sayori is really there. They're like, they should just call her narrator because here <sighs> she just goes, oh, my God, it's the junior champion. I saw him in a chess magazine. They're like, who are you? Like, really? Because now Carl comes in and he's got a crazy look himself. Look at that guy. He's going to – nobody's looking at Sayori. Nobody cares about her. She should be the the evil villain. She's got to take them all down. She's pissed. (laughs) She even says at one point, like, nobody ever compliments me or no. Yeah, no. Nobody does say oh, okay. oh well, but that's that. But what would you give this? Yeah, I love this book. Uh, it's so fun. Like we do have a lot of fun with it, but like we said the last time, we're laughing with it, not at it. You know, it's because it, I'm pretty sure it's having a lot of fun itself. Um, I'm loving where it's going. Uh, the whole town obsessed with the, these two chaps. It's overtaking the it town. Out. It's incredible. Uh, yeah, and like we have some more rivals going on here with the introduction of Carl. It's going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out. Uh, I'm loving this book. Uh, I really enjoyed it. And I can, now that it's wrapped up, I can't wait to get some more. We still have a couple more to read here. 
and we're going to enjoy it while it lasts. I'm going to go with an 8.8 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to do 8.5. I always do like it, though. I'm with you. I always like it when we do it, and it's just one of those crazy books. And remember here, just to point out something we said before, Laurent in this book, glasses. It's it's straight up. Everybody with glasses, Laurent. And I'm glad, like, Laurent, I'm glad he's been away for a little. I don't like that guy. But he even, in the background, He's been actually a nicer guy as well in a couple of yep, chapters, yep. so we'll see. But that's it. Who is your gem of the week? Oh, I'm actually I'm going to go a little sidestep because you thought it was going to be bird, bird ball. Yeah, you know, said R. it was at one point. Uh, well, it always in my heart. But I'm actually going to go for how she steps up at the end and how Garo and her are going to team up. I'm going to Arashiyama. Uh, you're going Arashiyama in there. That is a pretty good play. I could even go with Giro in that, saying that he's going to trust her and getting her inspired. Like but I'm going to go uh, full out wild card. I don't think this oh, would be my gem of the year. Uh, it's Kashihisa Kishio. And if oh. everybody's like, what? Who's that? Who's that? that is monthly Rakugo writer who could have went full out TMZ. He didn't do it. Nowhere. And he said, I am rooting for you, Akani. You are the gal. So. Yeah, I did like that. So that is it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And please go over to the Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Weird Science Manga to get mm. more shows, early access, all that stuff. But that's it, Luke. We're done. Mm. We went a little longer than we thought we would, but we, we always did. do. But that is it. Thanks, everybody. And we'll talk to you next week. You are all weirdos. <laughs> Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.